Dearly Father, again, we do thank you. Thank you for your word, Father. I pray that you would help us, that you guide us, direct us. Father, I pray that you would just open up our hearts to your word. Help us to gain understanding. Help us to see us, see the sin in our lives, see how we need to grow and how we need to change. And we just thank you and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. What are some things that we hate to do? Wash the dishes. Clean up. Brushing your teeth. Bathing, right? This is what you're talking about. Why? Why? All right, people, people, I mean, let's be honest. Some people, we don't like to take a bath, right? Go to the barber. All these things we don't like to do, but guess what? They're necessary, right? If you don't brush your teeth, you got bad breath. If you don't bathe, you smell bad. If you don't wake up, that means you're dead. What about studying? You like to study? You don't study? Get bad grades, right? Although if you're one of those smart people who don't got to study at all, the people who we sometimes don't like because they ain't got to study, and you got to study hard and they get an A, and you still study hard and you get a C, well, you just, them people just get mad, right? What about exercising? I'd be like to play basketball, but if you had to say, you couldn't do basketball, I told you, we got to go run. Who like to run? All right, some of you like to run. Some people don't like to run, right? Some people don't like to run. If I say, if I say, look here, we waking up tomorrow morning, six o'clock, all us going out, running. Some of y'all would be happy, and some of y'all would be like, I could catch you all next week, because I ain't coming. So even though we go through all them trials, and we go through all those problems with studying and exercising and all these things, they benefit us. We have to persevere through those that we want to do stuff, right? Sometimes, like you say, if you are a person, you're trying to start a running regimen, and you got to get up at 6 o'clock to do that, that's going to take discipline. You have to wake up when you don't feel like waking up. I don't know if you're anything like me, but whenever I could sleep in, I wake up. But when I feel like I can't sleep in, I have to go somewhere, that's when I feel like I want to sleep. Anyone, anyone else like that? Right? All right. So when we understand, we've been looking at over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about getting stronger through these problems. We've talked about Jesus can redeem what's going wrong. We talked about how we can trust God when we go through all the problems. And last week we talked about how God gives us other people in our lives to help us. And so tonight we want to look at how are we going to keep on going? How are we going to continue to go through all the different problems and trials that we go through? I had a question. How many of you had to work hard at something? Did you have to really work hard at, getting, at doing something? What did you have to work hard at doing? Practicing for a team, right? Did you make the team the first time? You didn't make the team the first time? By a lot. All right? You didn't make the team the first time, but you, you practiced hard and you what? Eventually made a team? Huh? All right, but you made a team, right? But you realized you had to work hard, you had to do it, you know, work, continue to work hard because you wanted to get great at, your, at, at the basketball, right? You know, we talked about it, I think, a couple of weeks ago when we talked about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, again, as we continue and we think about him, he was cut off his first time he ever tried out for a basketball team. Michael Jordan. In my opinion, the greatest ever played the game. Now, 
He could have said, Avdi got cut to say, you know what? I'm done. I'm not going to do this anymore. I quit. But he didn't. It made him work harder. It made him go and lift weights. It made him to be a better player. Now, me, like I said, I'm a Chicago Bulls fan. I've been through and I look at the 80s. Anyone who knows about 1980s basketball was a time when, when the bad boys was, there. I mean, they were bad boys. They were bad boys for a reason. If you came down, not the tights. If you came down the lane for a jump shot, they just hit you hard and they were marvelous at you. You know, marvelous try to pull you on the ground and all that. They, they literally, they literally throw you to the ground and nothing will happen. Did, right? But what happened is he got knocked down. The Bulls lost many times to them, three times actually. And the fourth time came that they had to, they had to go against them. And they end up realizing, just like we looked at last week, we talked about we need other people. Michael Jordan realized he needed the other people around him. And so we had players like Scottie Pippen who got bad and all of them. And they ended up defeating the Pistons, sweeping them, going on to win the first of their three championships. And they ended up winning six out of eight. They had to go through that to get better. And sometimes we have to go through trials in our lives to make us a better person. Last we looked at Romans 5, 2 to 5. This is what it said. Through him we also obtain access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Verse 3. Not only that, but we rejoice in our suffering, knowing that suffering produces endurance. We looked at that last week, and we said to ourselves, in our minds to the world, that doesn't make any sense. Because we don't want to suffer. We want everything given to us on a silver platter. Right? No one there wants to suffer, right? Anyone want to go through suffering? I can tell you, I don't want to go through suffering. I want it to be easy for me. But I realize in my life that I've chosen into the family of God that it's not going to be easy. I am going to suffer for his sake. And I have a choice in that. This is what it said, endurance produces character and character produces hope. When we go through trials and we go through tribulations, it shows us exactly the person we are. You know when you consider and you get those ketchup pockets? When you squeeze that, what comes out of it? Ketchup. We as human beings, when we get upset and we get squeezed and things don't go the way we, we wanted to go, our true self is shown. So when I'm on the road and someone cuts me off in traffic, I have a choice to make. I can either make the choice to just let it go, or I got the choice of probably what I will do most of the time, and I'll be honest. I can beat my horn and be like, what you doing? I had a choice, but I most of the time choose the wrong choice. Because it's frustrating, right? Today, in fact, my mother-in-law, somebody came in the back of, hit the back of her car, and sped off. Hit and run. It's frustrated, you know? But we have a choice to make. We could either be like Christ, or we could let ourselves get in the way. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Now, we looked at it and we talked about how Paul wrote that. Now, anyone know about Paul? Anyone know about Paul? Who was Paul? 
Pastor, okay. He went around, killed Christians, okay. That was Saul. That was before, and that was Saul. And then he was named, his name changed to Paul when he came to know Christ. What about Paul? Let me ask you a question. Paul's life was easy. Did Paul have the perfect life after coming to know Christ? Did it go like, you know, everything went well? No, right? He suffered a lot, right? Right? He went to prison. He was in shipwrecks. He was tormented. So his life wasn't easy. Life was hard. He had different parts of life that we talked about. His early life was he killed Christians. He didn't want nothing to do with God. He was killing Christians. Then on the road to Damascus, he was blinded. And he came to know Christ as a Savior. And when that changed, we would think in our minds, if we had to write a movie, a script, we would say, now life is going to get easy. Completely wrong. It got hard. One thing about Paul was this, though. Before he knew Christ and after he knew Christ, he had one thing. He had passion. He had passion to do whatever it is he wanted to do. He was passionate about God, and he did whatever he could, no matter what people said about him, no matter what happened to him. I mean, Paul had many chances. In fact, he he could escape prison and cause people to die, but he stayed there. You know, Paul was a person who showed us what going through suffering is all about. And it's as we look and we continue, we look at 2 Corinthians Chapter 12, verse 8, it says, Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Now, you know what happens to us? We don't see the strength of the Lord until we are weak. Sometimes we don't even see our weaknesses until we go through them, until we go through different trials. We don't know ourselves. If everything is good, let me ask a question. If everything goes perfect, if, everything, if life was perfect, would you, really, would you see your weaknesses? Huh? No, right? Why? Life is easy, right? If everything went perfect, would you see a need for God? No, right? We wouldn't need, we, we would need God. And, our, and that's how we would think. What happens most of the time when we go through trials, when we go through tribulation, when we go through storms? You know, I remember 9-11, and some of y'all, you know, none of y'all was born during that time. It's amazing how I could think of that, and y'all, most of y'all weren't born. But at 9-11... All right, 9-11 and the World Trade Center. When those planes hit the World Trade Center and all that was happening, and you asked anyone in this room who was over the age of... Anyway, anyone, any adults, they could tell you where they were and what they were doing. And you know what happened? People started to pray. 
Hurricane Dorian. People went through trial. They went through and they lost all these things. The only place they had to turn was where? God. All right? All right? They had to turn to God because they had no hope. I mean, you hear some story and you hear these people saying they had to come out of their house and they were being washed. They had to grab a tree to hold on to till the water receded. That's all they could do. Put their trust in God. What does perseverance mean? Anyone know what perseverance means? Hmm? Get strong? Okay. Anyone else? What's perseverance? Anyone, anyone have a, a definition? He said to get stronger, which is a good definition. Why do, we have to, why, do we go, why do we have to persevere through trials and tribulations? Why do we have to continue? Because life is hard, right? Life is difficult, right? You see, we need to understand that when we go through trials and we go through all these problems, we need to ask God for help. We need to persevere through these problems. Because if we let our circumstances become who we are, we're going to always just be in a rut. And we're not going to want to do nothing. And I have to remind myself of this. Because reality is that sometimes life doesn't go the way we want to go. But when we go through trials, there's a chance for us to grow in our faith. It's a chance to grow in character as we looked at, and a chance to experience the grace and power and strength of God. So as we end this series about stronger and how we go through trial and how it makes us stronger, when life gets hard, God's going to help us. He's there for us. We need to turn to Him. Because we can't fight the battles on our own. If we try to fight on our own, you know what's going to happen? We're going to fail every single time. So I want to challenge you. That you would look at not your circumstances. But that you would look at your life and say, what am I going through? And the things that we all have different things we're going through. Different trials. We got two choices. We got to turn to God and give, our, give, him, give it over to Him. Or we could try doing it on our own and we're going to fail. What choice are you going to make? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for tonight and we thank you again for your love and thank you for your word. Father, we pray that you continue again to be honored in our lives. And we just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.